episode 60 was the Golden Retriever podcast. <laughs> We've been the Mopeda podcast and the Golden Retriever podcast. <laughs> so, so we really think highly of ourselves. We do. Thank God people on Discord say nice things about us. Otherwise, <laughs> right? I don't know why uh, we would have lost the motivation to do this a while ago. Right. Right. There's actually. Fine. I, I honestly think that the the Discord stuff has revigorated my interest in keeping this podcast going. So well, I'm, that's I'm cool. glad that because it, it it is a good community of of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So when we decided we were going to do this. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm Rick. And with me is all the crew. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Say hi, Dale. Hey, guys. Say hi, Pat. Even guys, and just a side note, some portions of this may have been pre-recorded, if not all of it. <laughs> isn't, that how it isn't that how it always works? <laughs> We've never done this. We've never been like, we're doing this live. We've never, we never done that. Pre-recorded from what? I mean, Exactly. Just snippets of other episodes put together. This is, a, like, is this a clip show where you're just going to like edit all our old episodes? Into if this? we could figure out how to oh. post-record stuff, that would be that would be amazing. We wouldn't be doing this. We would be doing we would be doing other things. Right. We'd probably be making more money somewhere else. Yeah, yes. we would. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the same thing. Every time I'm golfing with someone, I just point out and have a bad shot. I'm like, you know, every time I golf, I have to pay the greens fee. Every time I buy a hat, I have to pay for the hat. Nobody's giving me anything for their golf equipment or their greens. So, yeah, that's where we are, too. Yeah. So oh, I, Lord. I'm so confused by that statement, but I think we'll just let that go. <laughs> well, regardless, we could have a Save by, Save by the Bell episode where we just, oh, do you remember that day? And just do a little piece of another episode if we wanted to. Do but the Scooby-Doo flashback sounds? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we could have we could ram them all together or whatever. Hey, well, let's not do that this episode. Nope. All right. Well, is episode sixty-one? We're that far into this thing again. I just wow. I'm astonished every time we say a number. It's like, ooh, another you, shiny number. You have to imagine that we've said same things over multiple times. By now, I, I've, I've never mean, said I've never said this is episode sixty-one. Well, Maybe I, I say have, everything. Actually. I said multiple <laughs> things. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, we've used up all the words. This will be our final episode. We're, we're very uh, pandemic here, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like um, we're hardly original, most of us. And it's just like, uh, I mean, I can't believe we've gone on for more than 60 to start with. So, I mean, if we look at it that way, like 60 episodes is technically five years worth of content, right? Like, we've, you've been doing this about once a month for that long since april 2017 yeah that's kind of how no february february 2017 february yeah Yeah. you got a better mind than i do i can't remember last week ironically ironically we we were doing the army book reviews and stuff like that and it turns out that there was one that we missed so yeah i was surprised by that I, i don't think we missed it i just don't think we really covered it very well. I think we blazed through a commentary I, on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it, but I do at the same time. So it's a little. It was bit probably two like in that. the morning, and we'd already had a little bit too much to drink, and we're like, "Fuck, <laughs> we're not gonna." And we just like. <laughs> through the well, and, and I, I, I don't think we're going to be able to squeeze it in this one. Mm-hmm. 
I think we got a lot to cover already. So, yep. yeah, we're going to cover all our normal stuff plus some other cool stuff that we have coming up. So, yeah. um, let's start with let's start with what we always do. Let's go with with hobby. Um, Dale, have you been working on anything lately? Uh, nothing uh, miniatures related. So. Okay. Video game related, still. Man. Um, a, a little bit of that, some board game related. Um, yeah, okay. And my wife Mega, and I. Megatures. We started miniatures. Uh, megatures would be megatures? interesting, but I don't have any of those. What scale would megatures be? That's a good question. One hundred to one, like opposite of <laughs> one to one. <laughs> fifty-six to one, like instead of one fifty-six, that's fifty. Oh, <laughs> it's like super big. It's like giant. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea what would actually. Is that like modeling like a three foot ant? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. that's that, yeah, that exists. Like, would, go to the natural taking, museum, you'll see yeah, that kind of stuff. Taking something small and making it bigger. So, <laughs> for team purposes, for that, I'm weakening. I'm weakening at my wife right now. She's she's over there. <laughs> on the other side. Um, no, um, no. We have um, actually. My wife started hiking, and so we go hiking, and we've been to state parks. And nice. Uh, that's nice. what we spend in our weekends good, now. So good activity. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty good. But we're going to talk about something here at the end of the hobby thing that will um, get me painting. So. Yeah, I think it'll give me painting too, for sure. Yeah, there we How, go. Join yeah. us, one right. of us. One of us. <laughs> Jeff, have you, been, Jeff? What have you been working on? <laughs> uh, I've been get getting the last finishing touches painted up and ready for uh, my bug eater Oof, uh, tournament list around so. the corner. Yep, yep. Last last things got painted uh, last night actually. And is that the picture that I saw? I won't say what it is, but I saw. Yep, yep. And then I looks uh, good. Nice. Pat talked me into changing a couple units in my army, so I got those printed and painted up. So, mm. ooh, nice. So yeah, cool. yeah, it's it's all ready to roll. So that's good. I got the paints back out. I kind of remember how to put paint on models again. You know, it looks what I saw looked mm-hmm. great. Your basing looked amazing too. I was like, dang, that looks really good. Yeah. Well, that's the other advantage of having three D printer. I just printed that base. So yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. It's really you know, nice. <laughs> it looked it looked a little dirty though because there was a lot of filth on it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that was any of the paints. <laughs> and he didn't drop it in the mud. No, for sure. Well, I mean, it, I did use Vallejo mud to, you know, start Oh, there the you base. go. Oh, mind. Yeah, there you go. Uh, is, that's, your, that's your grit on the base? Yeah. Okay. That's, well, that's what I started with anyway. Yeah. And, then, yeah, paint over it, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. It looks good, though. It looked really good. Yeah, it'll work, you know. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> I'm not going to win any painting awards anytime soon anyway, but I would like it to look kind of nice. You want it to look good on the table. That's all exactly. that matters, right? Exactly. Like, you'll get a compliment or two, I'm sure. That's all I need. Cool. Uh, how about you, Pat? You're gearing up for the tourney, too, so you got to be doing something. Oh, yeah. What am I, what been, am I not painted? Uh, no, <laughs> almost. Uh, <clears throat> I did my first commission piece ever. Oh, really? Nice. Cool, yeah. man. Congratulations. Was, uh, uh, so the guy, I started taking guitar lessons uh, back in the fall, and the guy that does all the scheduling, I usually sit and chew the fat with them for about five, ten minutes before my lesson starts, and he's gotten back into D&D, and had a bard that he was going to paint up, and he was, you know, this goes on for about a couple months, I said, dude, why don't you just bring it in, I'll paint it for you. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So I got to do that, and he gave me, like, uh, some guitar picks and some, some strings, so, <laughs> right, okay. cool. you know. Whatever. Good trade. It's a yeah. barter, bartering system, that's yeah. cool. So that that's works. He's pretty excited about that, so I did a pretty good job on it. I did fairly basic, and then he also had a second pose of the same model, because I don't remember, I think it might be a Reaper miniature. But anyway, so he's got, he's holding a crystal ball, and I'm like, okay, you tell me when you level up, and I'll give you that one. I'll do some object source lighting coming out of the crystal ball for him. <laughs> oh, and then nice. That'll blow his mind. So. Nice. It's, I always forget when non-painters first look at something that you know you've kind of done an average work on, and they're 
they know they can't they're do that. And they're still just blown like, away by it. Yeah. Whoa, this is so cool. I'm like, really? I did it in a Sunday evening, so you know. <laughs> Uh, so I did that. That was that was interesting. I wonder cool. what will come from that. The rest of his D and D group might start sending miniatures my way. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Maybe, maybe maybe you'll get a guitar out of it eventually. Maybe right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the red paper clip of like just keep trading up and you'll finally get that guitar. There you go. Uh, I rebased my entire Marine Corps army. Good lord. Yeah. Uh, why did you do that again? So so I switched out. Normally, I just have the. I like to put them on the three millimeter wood bases, just so yep, they yep. have a little more to them. And then uh, someone on our Discord led me in the direction of these Reaper miniatures that have hollowed out bases, similar to what the Star Wars Legion does, except for like, twenty five like, millimeters instead of right. thirty two. Games Workshop or whatever, yeah. Like yeah, similar. so they, they've yeah. got that. They stand up a little, and they've got that that hollow inside. So then mm-hmm. I, could, I fill those with either a washer or some two part epoxy, and then pop a magnet in there. And now I've can move them I can transfer them all I'll transport them all in the magnet trays so that makes sense yeah rather than dealing with the godforsaken battle foam I mean foam uh yeah so you, I won't have the little guns torn off by the foam sticking pulling them in out of the foam and I can have them in something that's not going to slide around so that's why I did that and I ended sure. up adding putting together about six more models I think I only have of the two boxes of infantry, I think you only have one or two BARs left on the sprue. So, okay. uh, I'm, a, I'm amazed you have that. When I was doing my American infantry, I literally had to go raid other sprues for more BARs. It's really seriously. I, I ended up just buying the metal ones. I was like, forget have, it. I'm just going to buy them. I have the two of the metal ones, and I hate them. They look so oh, really? They look I don't, terrible. I just say I don't hate them for the most part. Okay. Uh, it was a really bad sculpt, and there was a lot of stuff. It was like the guy laying on the ground. And then there was just a, there was like no detail from like his his chest down to where his elbow was. It was just all pewter, all okay. metal. Okay. So there's no definition in that, and I'm like, yeah, it depends on which one you get to. There's a bunch. Yeah. Of, there's like several of them. So it's so it's, all right. So I, I I've had two boxes of U.S. Marines, and also back a couple of years ago when they had their sprue sale, I had bought ten sprues. Oh, okay, Marines that as helps. Well. Yeah, that ah, helps. Okay, yeah. And so I only have three BAR sprue left in the sprue. Sure. So, so I did all that. I uh, had to do a couple. I redid um, Sherman, one of them that will be talked about probably next episode, and a couple of the vehicles. So yeah, I, I basically redid an army and then touched up all the paint in the last month or so. And I printed, designed uh, some custom bases with my little cheating work software, and printed them up. And now I'm I'm working on fine tuning a base to keep my loaders attached to their main weapons, their loader slash assistant, because I didn't designate a specific model, but I want to make sure that that guy doesn't wander away and get myself penalized for not having the loader or having removed him as a casualty accidentally. <laughs> yeah, makes so. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. I need to get back to my Stalingrad table, though, really bad. <laughs> maybe maybe after this tournament I'll be able to. Yeah, as I say, you'll, you'll be in a different place after this tournament. Yeah. So, how about you, Rick? What you working on? Uh, I am working. Uh, I I was working on my Romanians. Actually, I've been re- working on them again. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I put together a bunch of them. I wrote a list that's interesting, but had to get a couple more pieces. So I ordered a bunch of crap. Um, it's somewhere on the way to the from the UK to here. Ordering crap is so fun. 
right? And I was actually kind of displeased with having to order stuff because of this. I had a coupon that was like really good coupon, but then you get that shipping, like shipping's ridiculous now from Warlord. And then like I had noticed, I watched Facebook and Marcus, one of the guys that works for Warlord, if you're not familiar with him, Marcus, I don't remember the other guy's name, but they do their thing, their video thing. Um, he, he mentioned on Facebook, he's like, oh yeah, just, just call us up or email us and we'll, we'll get you the, the offset shipping box to include it. And I was like, okay, right, cool. I'm like, sweet. And then I actually try and do it. And the guy that talked to me was like, no, we don't know. What are you talking about? We aren't doing that. I was like, what? You could, jerks? Could, could you maybe just respond back? Can I maybe talk to Marcus? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, and I, can I talk that, to I was, the other yeah. guy instead. Right. <laughs> so, I, so yeah, I actually said, I'm like, well, Marcus told us on Facebook that he would do this. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's, He's like that. That's not true. Facebook's full like, of lies, right? Apparently, was that so fact then checked? I, so, so then the worst part is like I actually I'm like, can I just cancel my order? Then I will like I will make my order bigger, so that I don't have to like, like I had some stuff I was going to order for a different army, but I was like, ah, wait on that stuff. But then I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, just put it all into one thing. And they're like, no, it's too late. It's already out. <laughs> I'm like, damn it! Like it already been packed and shipped out. So. Oof. So I ended up doing two orders, and the second order they gave me like they gave me free shipping on the second one because like they were like they were like we can't figure out where your other box is. We'll just we'll just give you a discount on this stuff too. So it, was, it ended up being a decent deal on the sub- second batch, but it was still a little you're little like, frustrating. You were a little but, sore thumbish. You yeah, got you halfway there at least. Yeah, they they were they tried to make it up as best they could. So I, I would commend them on that. I was a little frustrated that you know i heard one thing from an employee and then i heard something different from someone else but that's that's up to them to figure out so usually customer service from warlords is, is good uh, so yeah and it's and it's tricky from this perspective right cuz they they're you know they've there's definitely been i re- like i remember hearing like they've had shipments where they like did the math and they're like we made no money on this order right like they've literally made 0 dollars on then whatever the order was shipped shipped to the to ship to the US. So I get it. They like they want to make money. That makes sense. Their business like right. totally get all that stuff. But well, how else are they going to buy other companies to buy other miniatures that are protection? <laughs> right? <It's> not wrong. <laughs> uh they have yeah, they, I mean I want to help them acquire other companies to make miniatures some more, but <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, that's why I give them revenue, right? Like, so they yeah. can buy 15 millimeter Civil War miniature companies. Whatever. No, whatever. I, someday we'll get to see some more Battle Vault action shit again. But no, so I, hey, I worked I, on. I, I did pre order that D Day 3 book that I have no idea what's in there. So that's exciting. It'll be exciting when it shows up. Yeah, well, for we'll, sure. We'll be excited to talk about it, whatever whatever's in there. No, I, I mean, whatever. So, so I. Did a bunch of dudes. I have a couple more artillery to put together. Um, there's a couple other things I'm debating in that list, but um, for the most part, it's it's 20 order dice, so that's fun too. Jesus. And how many points? Thousand. All right. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, so keep in mind that all the units are small. I would. Yeah. It's. I would think. So it's, <laughs> it's cheap. Cheap at least. Right. Yeah. I mean. Well. Yeah. So it's kind of looking at like what we were seeing as far as like WTC, right? Like you know, like the Soviet list. And you're like, this is ridiculous. What is going on here? But it's doing it better. Um, and like we maybe we'll talk about this at some point because I I have a feeling what I'm looking at doing is maybe bizarre. But I think I can make I can make the I have ten five man regular regular infantry. Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking is like, okay, I could make them five ten man squads, but I can only get five pins that way. I can only create five pins that way. If I put ten of them on the table, I have ten pin opportunities. 
So it's kind of what I'm looking at for as far as a different strategy. Do you also it's, realize it's you haven't played a bolt get, game of bolt action? That's true, too. Right? It, I mean, it's kind of like that, but it's not... It's not 100%. It's not always like that. Well... I would say it's less than fifty percent that way, but we can we can talk about that. And right, right. We'll talk about that in numbers. Yeah, we'll do that. It's it's time. it's backed up by three artillery pieces, though. So if I put pins down on something with that, I can take advantage of that opportunity. Right. That's kind of the goal. It's an interesting idea. It reminds anyway, me of your four howitzer list a little bit. So. It's it's almost my four howitzer list, but it's three howitzers instead. Right. So a little less of that and a little more other stuff too. So all right, nice. Gives you some cool. other fun stuff. A anyway, bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. Yeah, and a little bit of losing order dice frequently, probably. That's my only th- concern about that list is shedding dice. That's to be fair, that is a good thing to be concerned about. But I don't know. It's an idea. It's we'll play around with it. Yeah. See what happens. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, so, I actually, actually played a game of bolt action. Two I, actually, I played I, two in the last. I month. played a board game in person with a couple of you guys. That was amazing. Like I'm like, this is like we're in the real world again. It was amazing. Yes, it, it was. It was a little weird though when you're like, so like with the new CDC guidelines and us not having to wear masks if you're vaccinated. It felt kind of weird being in a public place without a mask. To be with, honest, that's for, with like, weird. other people around still wearing masks. Yeah, that freaks me out when I go to the grocery store and they're like the big sign that says if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, sweet, I'll walk in without a mask on, and then and then like you're the only guy. Yeah, like, and I'm the only one. I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, is really nobody here gotten vaccinated or you guys are all just still kind of playing it cool with the masks which is totally understandable i didn't get it but i don't know i guess i'm just that guy you I think don't. you think too much about this stuff right now i think a lot about other people a lot unfortunately <laughs> it's, part, it's part of my job so. that's all right that's all right i had some lady that i think the first week when we did it and she was in front of me and uh some old kaiser came waddling oh vaccinated no mask guess i'm good and she turns to me and she's like i am vaccinated I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine, except your mask isn't protecting you. Right. right. <laughs> it's the ones that aren't vaccinated that if they don't wear the mask, now they're the ones that, that share that, that have the, the burden of risk on them. Right. Unfortunately, so. that's how it works. But whatever, we're get, you know, the, the important thing is there's a light at the end of the tunnel for someone, like for, and it's for not all a of train. us. No, right. It's it just seems like we're going to be a little bit more normal. Like you're going to a tournament. Like that's amazing. Like yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna if they're gonna revamp what their their current policy that as last I read a month ago was just fully masks and they were spacing out. They're going to put people in classrooms instead of everyone sure. packed in the gymnasium and staggering eating places or something like that. So I'll be interested to see if any of that has changed or just see how a different area is right. handling things. I mean, I imagine they'll try and keep some of that. Like, there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with it. No, honestly, no. I, I, I kind of enjoy not being mashed up against people like Sardines. Yeah, 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 like spreading shit out. Like that's that's still good. Don't do don't change that. I hope they don't change that. But like, okay, if you're if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But at least you're still spread out. Like, you know, that's not they, bad. No, no, it's way more comfortable. Like, nope. I remember being in tournaments and you're like on top of each other and you're just all sweating ass on each other like this is you're rubbing cheeks with the guy behind yeah, you yeah. The next yeah and you're like tables. or the guy farts behind you yeah like, I was gonna say I, I, like a per, I like a personal fart zone yeah yeah right like yeah you like you want to fart and nobody else is gonna smell it that's great right, yeah like, you know, your opponent still might smell it I'm just gonna say it. Well, maybe that's, that's just part of war <laughs> war is hell <laughs> <laughs> or it stinks like poop. Uh, sure. All right. All right. Moving on. Right. Moving on. Okay. That, so that was where we are right now with hobby. So what we're going to talk about now is cool. I think this is going to be a great opportunity. Um, we talked about, us as a group talked about this. I don't know. We've been kind of chatting about it for a while. But 
we wanted to we've, we always see pictures of people's stuff that they're working on hobby wise and I think this is great I love the opportunity to get to see what everyone's doing and there's lots of great stuff going out but we're going to formalize it a little bit and we're going to do our own hobby uh, paint challenge we're going to we're going to request that you guys post a picture of your primed model you can be assembled gray plastic metal whatever primed it doesn't matter but it yeah, can't not, be painted not yet. in the sprue please let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, get, yeah. take the first step right at least take the first step but it can't be painted yet right yeah so okay. whether, whether it's a model individual model vehicle squad or what have you whatever whatever uh, your target piece is right let's i guess we should step back a second we're going to do this on discord so there it's you go. the the snafu hobby paint challenge I don't know how long are we going to run this for, guys. Are we going to run this for two months, a month? Let's do it running month. So we'll do whatever, a month. Okay. Whatever our release date of this will be the start of that mm-hmm. month, and then mm-hmm. we'll we'll run it the the running month on that. Month seems like awful lot of prizes. Well, I guess we should probably announce we'll announce officially when we kick it off in the Discord channel. I yeah, let's we'll figure out the timing because this is probably going to drop before the end of the month. Which we're currently recording in, which is May, and so the first one would probably be June. Yeah, we'll do. We'll start in June. Yeah. Okay. It may not be the first day of June, but we'll be close. And I mean, we'll see. We'll see what participation is, and if people enjoy it, then maybe we can do a July, and we'll just kind of right. We'll keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Should be. All right. So the idea here is we'll (laughs) we'll we'll do a channel on the Discord. Yes. uh, For submissions, Um, do we have a, a first month category? Um. Do we want to do a category? I'm kind of indifferent if we well, want to. I mean, you could do tanks one month, um, armored vehicles another month. You could do um, an HQ choice or a weapons sure. team or a squad, an infantry squad. I mean, I, I there's a lot of will, different things we can do. Um, sure, yeah, let's, let's start. Well, we might as well start at the big gun, right? Like, let's just go with a tank or armored vehicle or transport. Well, any vehicle. For me, I think... Um, <laughs> what do you want to? What do you want to start with? Well, no, I mean bolt action. It's an infantry game, squad based infantry game. So, so do an infantry. Let's just start with an infantry squad. Everybody okay. needs more infantry, infantry squads, right? That is true. Whenever you start a new army, you want to have an, at least some infantry. So you might as well start with. Okay, all right. So we're gonna do a ten man squad of infantry. Not necessarily ten man squad, just a squad of infantry. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so any like five. Minimum, minimum, minimum squad strength. Uh, whatever what is, it is. What is the tank hunters associates? Is two. Um. Yeah, but guys at two, two to four. That, those are that's an anti-tank. That's an anti-tank. That's, that's not a okay. it's not infantry not troop, so, right? Yeah, it's still an infantry. We're not looking for a weapons team or artillery or anything like that. We're looking for an infantry squad, so. which are generally minimum size five. Yeah, so when are we going to do the medium machine gun team? When version three comes out in a while, <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, "I want well, a medium machine gun." <laughs> I paint. I painted four of them, or whatever. Okay, all right. So we're going to do an infantry squad the first the first month. Yeah. So what we need you to do is we will open a channel probably June 1st. I don't know what day June 1st is, uh, what day of the week it is, but hopefully it's not crazy. It's probably I'll, like a Tuesday. Yeah, so you, you will need to post a picture probably, I would say, in the first week of your assembled but not painted unit. And then at, by the end of the month, whenever that happens... We'd love to see your finished models, right? So we want to see everyone yeah. that, that started finish, whoever can finish their the, their project or their challenge that they've done um, from those that complete their challenge. So we've seen the before and after shot. We will so we will randomly select one of the participants to, to win an award from Snafu. Yeah. And not an award, a prize, whatever you want to call it. Like we'll, we'll send you we'll send you something free in the mail. 
I'm not sure what it'll be the first month, but you know, there's it'll be cool, whatever it is. Right. Like if you've ever seen us in person, we always wear snafu shirts. You might get a snafu shirt, or you know, maybe dice, or we have a, a plethora of extra, extra kits sitting around. Yeah, I have some old Operation Snafu pint glasses. So. Ooh, there we go. There's That's, vintage. There, yeah, you could get antiques at this point. <laughs> so we've changed antiquing to four years. <laughs> Have you ever been to an antique store? Some antique stores sell stuff that's brand new. It's okay. kind of weird. It's not. It's like this isn't an antique. It looks like an antique, but it's not. Like I'm pretty sure it's brand new. But no, we'll 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 come up with a cool prize. You will you will be happy because you have a painted unit, and maybe you will have won something. Have won something. So. And then, uh, can the same person win every single month? It's random, so I guess not. Well, like, why not? I, yeah, I mean, I th- we we kind of want to. We'd love everyone to participate, but we kind of want to spread it out a little bit. So I yeah. think. I, I mean, think if we don't to... get obvious, yeah, if we don't get great participation, yeah. then we'll if there's only two guys entering, it. then maybe we're going to probably maybe not continue doing it. But hopefully, right. but we want to we want to spread out. You know. Can I win? No. 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 We're, no. We're, you're required to participate, though. Okay. Well, that's fair. So, so are you, Rick? Yeah, I know. I, I I recognize the fact that I have to do some of this too. So I should so we should start looking at that checklist we put up back in January and yeah, that's a good idea. take stuff off of that. Mm. Yeah, I think that's I mean, a good idea. Yeah, and a squad is on there. Infantry squad. Yeah, is I was gonna say I can, right. squad is on there at some yep. point, right? Yep. Sweet, I can get so a if squad. If, so if anyone's looking ahead, those, those that's your possible pool of what we might pick for July, August, whatever. Maybe after a few months, we might like do an open, like just right have an open category. Right, just paint or something, something sure. that. You really would like to paint, so like like you know, Warhammer or something. So sure, but that's yeah. We're gonna oh like open open like all the way open right. Uh, yeah, like just any miniature. maybe you've got maybe you've got a bust or something like that of whatever Ooh. you know. I mean, there's some really cool stuff people are painting now. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that was the other hobby update is um, we acquired two resin printers. Yeah, so that's right. I haven't gotten them hooked up yet, but. Um, Still trying to figure all the crap out with them because they're so I bought them off a guy that was printing models as a, like a side hustle, I think. And he had used them, he well, I won't say abused them, but he was not very clean with the resin. Uh, he so it's wasn't like a maintenance guy, no, he wasn't like a clean guy, he was like a like he made a mess guy, like so they've got some love to him. Yeah, just got some resin all over him, like and it's not even all over everything, it's just over the, the cover piece, the UV cover. So it's a little obnoxious, but it's like not gonna like it's not gonna hinder the insides. The insides are actually very clean, but the outside was like, what the hell happened here? Like, I swear to God, he would just like drip. I look like he just was like dripping his models on the top of his case. I have no idea what he was doing, but it was just really weird. But they were like, they're only three months old. Like he just bought them, and he recognized like he figured out after he bought them that he needed something bigger. So he ended. He had three of these, and he sold these and was buying a bigger one. Nice. Okay. So we have a bunch of. So we have them. Um, cool. Yeah, I we're we're gonna figure out what to do with them. I we have plenty of things to print, and it's nice to have the capability of printing resin. So. Um, yeah, I, I was, it was kind of fun, but also like I, still trying to figure it out. Yeah, so it'll be cool to see how that all ends up working out. I'm excited yeah, about and, that. Yeah, and 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 like and we were looking at. The house situation we were like not gonna like i'm not gonna like bust out a bunch of resin and figure this out right this second if that's gonna happen but right, right. like i was like oh interesting nice okay cool let's i'm looking forward to getting that yeah got, uh, there's some actually looking forward to trying to do some actual models 3d print right stuff. right i yeah i'm like i 
I like that. It's funny because I wasn't sure I was going to do infantry first, but I guess I'm doing infantry first. I was going to do my uh, pan, Panzerwerfer, but I guess I can start with infantry instead. Just one infantry squad. Sure. Y yeah, for now. Yeah. Right. Like I'll, then I'll come back. To, I'd have to paint a bunch of them, so it doesn't really matter. Cool. All right. So speaking of uh, hobby stuff, Pat. You're uh, you're working on something. Why don't you? Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder. Why don't you announce what you're, what's going on? <laughs> well, I let John Russell already scoop us last week yeah, on sure. Warlord Wednesday. You know all the all the inside tracks he's given us and stuff in the past. I had to give him one. Uh, so, so in case you don't tune into that, uh, why? Once in a while he talks about bolt action, but otherwise it's still pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, August fourteenth, uh, we are going. I am going to run a tournament, and I say I because I'm opening up for you three to play in it because I like to organize them and you guys like to play in them. He's so not I wrong. Figured, right? I figured that made the most sense. Uh, and we're partnering up with Battleground Cafe, uh, they're going to have a. They're opening. They're moving to a new five thousand square foot space in June. And the month of August, they're going to be actually having their food. So they're having, like, pizzas and paninis and some whatever food, you know. So, yeah, well, they're, uh, they're going to let us use the space for Saturday, August 14th, if I haven't said that yet. Uh, and it, the working title for the, for the tournament day is Theaters of War. And why Theaters Ooh. of War? Because I'm allowing theater selectors. Ooh. Don't tell Warlord Games. <laughs> and you already told them? Did you yeah, just say you told them? Yeah, they're they're supporting us for it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm doing I'm running this under their under the flag as much as I can of their supported play, uh, mostly as a, a, a test for to see how it works for us, and so I can give honest feedback for the situation, and also so I can get some of their prize goodies, maybe pass out some of those challenge coins and order dice that they've been teasing us with, mm -hmm. and and even the dreaded booby prize, which I'm really not a fan of, but we'll see what we can do. <laughs> maybe whoever maybe whoever gets the most uh, foobar rolls in the round will get it. But Who, I'm, I'm, what's the prize again? Uh, well, I don't know what their quote unquote wooden spoon is, but I've never been you it's know called a huge a wooden fan. Spoon. Yeah, and but sometimes uh, I've seen people give out a wooden spoon. But yeah, and they, all like rewarding the lowest player. They traditionally give it to the person who came in dead last. Which honestly, I you know I was actually talking to uh, Patrick over at um, the source who's going to support us for whatever tournaments we need, which is always nice. Uh, and he said, you know, what he saw done differently with that is somebody, instead of giving them a wooden spoon award, is they gave them a fully painted, we'll say for like our game, thousand points of the, you know, the, the net list, you know, the really tough list, <laughs> and gave them a painted army to, to play and get better at, rather than chastising them for not being good enough and that I think that probably turns people away if you're you know called yeah. out as being the worst player in the tournament. Well, to be fair, it depends what the wooden spoon prize is. Back when I played X Wing competitively, like the guys that ran those tournaments always gave one of the alt art cards that were kinda hard to get. Okay. That's cool. Which was much better than, right. you know, like a, an actual wooden spoon and a ha 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 at you, you know. Yeah, yeah, like if you're just making fun of them, it's not funny, but... Right, like, or if you're giving like, them a, a rule book to a different, different game system. Yeah, that's but that's just like being the butt of a joke. Like, nobody wants to be the butt of a joke. Like, right. that, they can have a shitty them, day. Right, like, you should you give them something cool. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Right, I, I've seen, like, here's a new starter army. Like, you know, that's kind of like a butt of the joke, but at the same time, like you just got a whole freaking starter army, like right, yeah. Like here's a hundred dollar prize for sucking, but good one. Like you know, like at least if you're the butt of the joke, you're getting something good out of it. Have <laughs> we um, 
Have we given away dice for that in the past? Um, I don't think so. We had Dice of War sponsor our last one, and they gave us... Uh, they did. So I had some surplus sets, and... No, wait, no, it's GC Minis. GC Minis uh, sent just a crap ton of dice, and I, everyone who foobarred, I gave them a new pair of dice, you know, the first four or six that happened in the round. Right, okay. So... And that was just for Fubar. I think I think uh, I think I have some other stuff for Fubars that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. That will hopefully anyway. So the tournament is a thousand points, one or two platoons. Theater selectors are allowed. Even right now, CeeLo Heights is. Uh, and yeah, that's you can take whatever out of the books. If it's in a campaign book and doesn't say a reinforced platoon, well, it belongs in a theater selector from that book and go. So sweet. Cool. List will have to be submitted. Um, obviously, you'll be sending them to me, so I will be scrutinizing them like nothing you've ever had scrutinized will be scrutinized. Hot? That's, that's just unless, unless you've had a colonoscopy? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. I might go a little further than that. <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. That sounds, that sounds awful. That sounds very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. I don't, don't know if I want to play in this uh, tournament anymore. You can hear how much we've aged since we started episode one. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's, here's the full skinny. are pretty serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only, only if you have, have to have more than one in a year. Yeah, fair. I mean, but they just they just lowered the age, and I was like, dang it. I'm like, no, I'm getting close now. Oh, that's anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, players must, uh, 1,000 points. Thousand requisition points, if you want to call them correctly. One or two platoons. Theaters are allowed. Um, must also cite the source book and page number, so I don't have to go guessing, or I will just send it back to you immediately. Uh, no armor platoons, no special characters, experimental rules or units, or war correspondence are allowed. There is no order dice or unit cap. Uh, you can use everything from every book published up to July of this year, except for Bolt Action Korea, because Bolt Action Korea is not World War II. Which, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So, and, you know, uh, keep in mind, one of the awards will be Best Themed Army. So don't just go hunting and pecking for the, the best choices, because hopefully other players will recognize that and kind of vote you down a little bit, and you won't get that particular award. So, and there's also an award for Best Sportsman, because that's just a cool thing to throw out there. Because sure. everyone needs to be nice people. They don't want to be jerks. Yeah, and you know, then the supported play does actually have guidelines for handling those type of people, and uh, I've read it, and let's just say I don't think I've, I'm ever going to have to worry about that with the people I know in these games. Right. I've seen not in our so. not in our community for sure. Yeah. So painting model, everything has to be the what you see is what you get. Um, Makes sense. And the case of a counts as conversion, please make sure that I have approved it for tournament use, and that your opponent is clear at the beginning of the game what it e- what it is. Twenty eight millimeter sense. scales, so you don't have to use warlord models, but they must be twenty eight millimeter. Display boards are not required; they are, however, encouraged because we also have a peer voted best painting. Makes perfect sense. So, uh, the win- the best best record will all be straight points for your victories. We will have major and minor victories. And in the event of a tie on the scenario scoring, we'll then look at secondary objectives. And if there's still a tie between the best scenario points and the, and the secondary objectives, then we're going to look at a net order dice. And as each game, you'll keep track of how many dice you've killed and how many dice you've lost. And hopefully that's a positive number for you. But if it's not, make sure, be honest, that it's a negative number, because that will be the third 
uh, tie-breaking event. Because of three games, you're going to have people who are going to be... You're going to have ties for that stuff. So, uh, And I also, we, if we haven't mentioned yet, Renegade Open is a full go. Sure. We will, we'll be having, we'll, as soon as we know when tickets go on sale, I have had our first meeting with those guys, and they're mm-hmm. very excited to have us. We'll be back in our same room. Right, so that's, so just to be cool. clear, that means that Operation Snafu will has Happen. been a part of uh, of the Renegade Open tournament um, in the past years when it's been available. I think this will be our fourth one. So, yes. All right. Yeah. So Operation Snafu is um, good. Yes. All right. It's a go. Sweet. So yeah, um, and so winning this Theaters of War, we'll take the best Axis and the best Ally player, and we'll waive our tournament fee for Operation Snafu. You'll still be required to buy the badge for the Renegade Open, but our fee, whatever that ends up being for that particular event, will be on us. Yeah. So, a little carrot at the end of that stick for you. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if one of us win it? I mean, it's not going to be me, but... <laughs> so, if you're saying if Jeff or Dale happen to win? Yeah, exactly. I don't... Well, Jeff, are you going Axis or Allies? <laughs> 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 All right, so the highest rated non snafu. I was just going to say, I'll give it to whoever is, whoever is second place behind me. I'll give it to them. Right, I'm I'm not I'm not participating to win. I'll be participating to test out WTC lists. Correct. Sure. Yeah, because there's no there's no nothing. It's full open, right? Nothing. There's yeah. no dice caps or anything. Correct. Right. Sweet. Actually, you know what? I'll I'll just say it right here. I'm going to bring an Italian army, and if I win best, best axis with that, wow! What the hell happened to the rest of you? I'll, I'll be, be bringing a Soviet list. <laughs> I will be bringing yeah, I'll bring an ally list, so I don't have to be on your side, Jeff. So I don't have to look like <laughs> the, uh, the Italians. I, I will try to make it axis versus ally matchups, but mm. it's it's still going to be yeah. You're going to have to Swiss it out. It, at the it's going to be Swissed out. Yeah. So yeah. no, no choice be. when you Swiss. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You can't do it. You we'll, can't do we'll try where we can, but it ultimately expect that it's going to be Swiss pairing. Uh, the first round, I'm going to say, is going to be quote-unquote random, but it's not going to be random because if I see two people have similar theaters, I'm going to pair them off. Makes sense. Sweet. So, yeah. so just it, And Jeff and I, I think, have enough diversity in tables that we might even be able to get them in the right theater in a right table to match up. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting, actually. I. I think we've got every absolutely every theater of war covered at this point. Yeah, we do. <laughs> at least I have at least one from every set. I know you have at least one from every theater too. So yes, yeah. So now, if absolutely good. everybody brings CeeLo Heights, which I don't think they will, but if they did, I'll just shake my head at you. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah, then we'll just change them. We'll change it from theaters of war to theater of war. Yeah, singular. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it will just be like this is lame. So um, I am running, uh, I'm setting up things in uh, tabletop events because I do plan on running more of these throughout the year. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping this will be more of a common occurrence. And it sounds like Battleground with their 5,000 square feet is also excited for us to do that because one of the, the, the co-owner is very excited and passionate about bolt action. So special cool. thanks to him, Mike, who yeah, I got Mike to play a couple games with yeah. in the last month here. So nice. <laughs> So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, not having to shell out the big bucks to get the fantasy flight place that we could never possibly fill up anyway. So, so yeah, we'll we might have been able to. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe hard. in years to come when we really get more than 
I mean, most of these game day events, you can count on 12 yeah. to 20 or 24. Sure. Maybe, you know. But a one day, people aren't traveling from Chicago to play it. Right. So they save that for more of the grand tournament stuff, which hopefully, you know, after Snafu, yeah, two day, two dares make it easier for yep. sure. Like so, definitely makes it more justifiable. That's in the works, and I'm hoping uh, Rick's gonna set me up with some snazzy graphics so I can put this uh, on this um, tabletop events site. Already started. Sweet. Nice. Do you, I mean? Do you really need? Uh, do you need all the details on it, or can we just show you a graphic? Like, comic we'll thing. Figure it out. Well, actually, no. the, the this tabletop events is actually kind of Comic cool. It lets, you, it lets no. you upload all your designs and stuff like <laughs> that. So it, I'm, I'm muddling through how to set it all up in there, but I should be able to have it figured mm-hmm. out okay. soon enough. I'm, request, I'm requesting Comic Sans. And, I'm, and I keep saying no. You're not hearing it, but I'm just saying no. <laughs> it's not... It's not. No. Just no. Mm-hmm. Just say no to Comic Sans. Have you ever seen that there's a meme out there that's like, someone's like, Please keep this door closed, and it's in Comic Sans. And there's a sign underneath that says, "We're a Fortune 500 company. Stop using Comic Sans." It's a very, I I very appropriate. It's mm-hmm. like that's that's my favorite is when somebody does that. Yeah, it's like please, please fill the coffee cup when you coffee maker when you're done. What? No. First of all, why are you posting shit like that? But I'm sure it's a joke. Anyway, anyway, I'm excited, Pat, that you're doing a yeah, tournament thanks, outside Pat. of that. That's good. I was sad to see that someone got uh, somebody else in the Twin Cities Bolt Action Area is running a tournament in October. Um, if you're in the Twin Cities and you're not a, mem- a member of the Twin Cities Bolt Action Group, you should join it so you can see it. Um, Matt, his name's Matt, is running a tournament at a VFW in October, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Like that's going to be totally awesome. I don't know if he's released points or anything, but. I, I'm sad that he got his out before you did, but whatever. Like. Well, yeah, I, I saw his, and I'm like, oh, I guess, you know, people, maybe they're planning their vacations and stuff for the summer. I should probably yeah, yeah. get it out there sooner rather than there. <clears throat> so I did. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they're far enough apart, I think. You know. No, no, there's no, there's no yeah. like, overlap or anything. Yeah, my, I wasn't worried about that. Mine's technically in summer, which is why I wanted to get it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know people will be having summer vacations this year, which is cool. <clears throat> totally. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for both opportunities to play in tournaments, so we'll see which we which if I can make it to both, hopefully. But I will try and make it to ours first, obviously. So yeah, cool. I'll, I'll need a ringer, Rick. <laughs> Dude, it ain't it ain't me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not allowed to be a ringer. Yeah, anymore. you're no, never allowed you... to be a ringer again. You you can swing for the fences still, unfortunately. You without trying, apparently. <laughs> Or you just don't know how to be nice to people. Well, he's not a ringer; he's a wrecker. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they're not quite the same thing, but close enough. Right? Might as well be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. It happens. Yeah. Like, oops. I, I, you know, actually, as someone that's played against a ringer before, I appreciate it. I played both versions of ringers before, where you're like, okay, this guy's like put on the on the kid gloves, and he's like, you're just trouncing him. You know, just like, oh, good, good try, good job, like, brr, like, like you're acting like a like, like I'd rather have taken the buy at this point. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, can I just not play this game versus someone that actually has given me a, a tough game? Even, like, you know, you, normally the normally it's always the ringer always loses regardless of the score, but, like, it, you know, they've at least been a fighting match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lost to a ringer when they play a good game, so it's okay. Like, I don't I don't get upset by that. I think it's it makes it a more enjoyable game in general, personally. <laughs> then the alternative where... There isn't a game. 
anyway. you're supposed to you're supposed to table the guy if you're the ringer. You just table him, and he's like, "You're going to get the points, but I'm not going to let you feel good about it." Yeah, I, or somewhere in between. I was <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in between, like a well fought battle, but uh, <laughs> but still still an enjoyable game for both sides. Like I want I want you know. You don't want the ringer to sit there and just be like bored out of their mind and not be excited to play either. Like right. that does. Like they're there to have fun too. They still have to play three games worth of no, you, tournament. You, you get what you get is someone who's really excited about the game but hasn't played a lot. Perfect. I'm your ringer, apparently. Like well, I was going to say, like uh, uh, Operation Snap the last one. Rocky was a perfect ringer. He really, oh, really wants sure. to play the game. Can't yeah. ever find time to play games. Hasn't played a lot. Really wants to and got a chance to play and learn a lot. So yeah, it's a, that's awesome, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. And and Rocky's a good guy too, so he yeah, he makes well, a good ringer because he's a, he's a friendly guy. He, like, yep. He's easy to he's easy a ton to of fun to play with. with. Yeah, yeah. Rocky's like the the perfect ringer. Yeah, he really so, is the perfect ringer because yeah. he's just a super nice guy too. Like, yep. he's not going to offend anyone. If he wasn't if if he wasn't the ringer, he'd win the best sportsman. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I think he has in tournaments before. I think actually. he has. He yeah. has. Yeah, like yeah got a bigger tournament. Yeah. Back, back in the fantasy days, he, he won at least one of them, if not yeah. two. Cool. All right, so let's uh, let's take a short break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about. I can't find my agenda anymore. I lost my agenda to tell you what we're talking about after the break. Of course, stuff. So all of you use stuff. Easy Army. Here's what we know about that. Oh yeah, we're going to yeah. do yeah, we're going to do Easy Army stats. Yeah, that's right. What else are we going to talk about? Oh. We'll see how much time is left if we get yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, of course, going to talk about the, the step up for the Operation Snafu sponsors. Yeah, yeah. So we can talk about Snafu, Operation Snafu stuff as well as some... I, I want to really dig into this Easy Army stuff because it's fun to talk about. So Absolutely. we'll be back in three minutes. Uh, enjoy the music. You had a plan in money, 1922. You let other women make a fool of you. Why don't you do right like some other men do? Get out here and get me some money, too. You're sitting down wondering what it's all about. You ain't got no money, they will put you out. Why don't you do right like some other men do? Get out of here and get me some money, too. If you had prepared 20 years ago, you wouldn't be a wonder now from door to door. Why don't you do right? Like some other men do Get out of here And get me some money too Some of the men do. Get 
All right, welcome back. Hope you like the music. It's great. Right? Yeah, it's always good. She has that sultry voice. <laughs> or it was a it's a woman's voice. It's like that sultry voice. I have it picked up, but I don't have the right version yet. Women can be mm. plenty sultry. Yeah, that's true. Good point, actually. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're going to dig into some cool statistics. I like statistics. I deal with statistics every day at work. You know, eighty-seven percent of stats are made up on the spot, right? I was I was told it was thirty-seven percent. Oh, okay. Same difference, whatever. Well, five out of ten do that. <laughs> Something like that. All right, so uh, we we worked with Greg from Easy Army. So if you're not familiar with Easy Army, it's a tool to make your list with. Everyone should probably have used it by now. I'm sure most people get told right away when they start. They're like, "Hey, I'm going to start." They're like, "Here's Easy Army." And by working um, with him, we. We asked him to send us some data. <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay, I mean, fine. Let's, yeah, let's it's a one-sided working relationship. Yeah, he responded. Yeah, um, which is appreciative of Greg. Um, so if you listen, thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. There is a donate button somewhere on his website. I think it's on his main page. If you haven't, if you use it frequently, it, I mean, we encourage the, you to yeah, yeah, donate. yeah th- throw please. A few bucks. Like, yeah, it it doesn't hurt. Um, it, he does it free of charge. He. You know, he might make a little money here and there on it, but I don't think he makes. I uh, imagine it's not a living for sure. But so my understanding is that so if you go into Easy Army and you go into a unit, and if that unit has something the, the Warlord, Warlord stored, yep. and you click on that link, and then then there buy it. I believe he gets a percentage of that sale. Yeah, it's, it's some kind of affiliate thing. But yeah, so I mean, people set up several things for Amazon and you know those right. other companies like that. So that's that's not uncommon, but. So yeah, if there's, something, if there's something interesting you, you plan on buying anyway, go through his link, you know, if yeah. nothing else. Right. right. I mean, regardless, he, he does this out of the, I mean... The passion for honest, the game. Yeah, his passion for the game. Yep. I don't think he's doing this as a money-making scheme by any means. No, it probably right. keeps the lights on, it's, you know, the money, the amount of money he probably makes. Hopefully. But regardless, yeah. if you like it and you use it, I... I like almost anything, if you're if you're using it it's a free, and it's freeware, I'm using air quotes here, um, I saw you that. know... I, I always encourage donation if you use something that you get for free. So, anyway, so he was able to give us a whole bunch of data regarding the list that people create on his site. Um, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, it's kind of a little slow lately. You guys could go delete some of your lists. That'd be great. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> there's so many damn lists. Yeah. Um, like, and I, I'm like, I always wonder, I'm like, do I just have too many lists? Because it's like, it's kind of slow sometimes. You're like, uh, I got to go delete some lists. And I actually started cleaning mine out, so... Um, only keeping lists that I are viable, not like I made like five things in a list and was just playing around with them. So mm-hmm. I was just looking up uh, values of you know what costs for different units were and stuff like that, and I made a list like oh well yeah that. right like yeah you accidentally <laughs> made a list out it. of like yeah right you like I'm like I'm trying to figure out which infantry unit I want to select for this army and I made four different infantry units and they're all different prices but there's nothing else in the list like I don't need that one anymore so. Um, yeah, go check it out. It's fun. It's a cool thing. So anyway, uh, we asked for some specific data, and I don't think we got exactly what we wanted to list. But like, here's here's the breakdown. We 
we asked what kind of nation what nationality by percent. So here we go. Well, <laughs> I was actually shocked on. by this. We actually oh. have to baseline it. I mean, because you have to explain what the stats actually represent. Sure. And so effectively, what he was able to do against the database that he has. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is he is he ran a query and he could query on lists that totaled exactly one thousand points. <laughs> and so this this is this is the data from the last sixty days for everything that falls within that category. So if you made Ooh, a list. That's that's kind of a like yeah. I didn't well, I don't. It was exactly a thousand points. I don't know what database he has behind what's yeah. happening or, or any of that kind of stuff. But I mean, this is this is what he was able to he, you know what he was able to provide for us. And sure. So you know, in the past sixty days, this is the breakdown of all of the lists that have been made that equal exactly a thousand points. Good point. I did I did not catch that the, when I read that the opening statement to it. I did not realize it was the only list that are exactly a thousand points. So yes, nine ninety nine doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, it's he, only a thousand. He did say the twelve fifty point exactly twelve fifty point is similar in statistically. So it is very similar. He says so. Like right. that's interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't. I I don't know if like the first army is just better at making it to exactly a thousand or not, but we'll figure that out. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm guessing up like there's probably a boatload of lists that are being created every day. Like I know I go and make one probably at least a couple times a week of playing around with it. Yep. So I imagine just statistically still probably stands up. So anyway, so all right, so exactly a thousand points over yes. the last two months. Yep. So that's our that's our baseline. So now we can see it. So I mean, everyone else, here's your moment to guess what the first army is. It's at 33.9 percent of all this that and that were created in the last two months. Okay, there your time's up. Uh, so Germany came in at <laughs> almost 34 percent, which I'm kind of shocked by actually that Germany was first. Right? Is anyone else surprised by that? No. No. Okay. I'm kind of surprised by that. Actually. I'm a little bit surprised by it. And well, I mean, actually, so you're looking at old data. So I mean, it's not that old. It's not that old. That's from the previous, the first time that we asked the query. And sure. so in middle of March, uh, Germany had represented, for the previous 60 days from that, almost 34% of all lists that had been made. So it's like on the most recent, fact, though. Yeah, on the most recent return from the request that we got, which, which dates to the middle of May, May 12th, um, Germany was still top with 26.2%. Am I looking at the wrong numbers? So, oh, there we go. Okay, sorry. Right. So here's the updated but, list. Got it. I mean, I, I still think it's worthwhile to kind of compare the two because we can we got two 60 day snapshots in time. Yeah, and we can kind of see if there's any big change. Um, I don't know that we've had any major books being released or anything like that, but it is kind of interesting to see the shift. We have two 60 day pictures that we can kind of give data on. Right. So the top four are, are almost the same, like, or they are the same list. They just the percentage has changed a little bit. So the second one ended up being United States at 18.7 percent, so almost 19 percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So that's and that's the same in both of them too, which I think is interesting. Yep. So U.S. was number two in the first time. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. And and following that, I mean, I think people can start figuring out from here probably what's left. But uh, British was third at sixteen point one, and then Soviet Union, and then Japan. So like, I'm still shocked that Germany was first. I don't know why, but I guess if you're splitting up all of the Allied forces, there's only one Axis. Well, I guess Jap- Japanese or Japan almost, is too, but almost everybody wants an Axis list to play against. 
Right. And very few people actually collect and paint Japanese. Right. Yeah, and that's fair. Like, so there's a, you only have so many choices. Like, you're not picking Italians unless you're Jeff. So, well, <laughs> and, and the most recent, is it the most recent um, starter box band of brothers? Yes, like, which is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and Germany. Yeah. And which U.S. and Germany, Germany, which makes sense. That yeah. could have an impact, I think. Yep, I think that has Very an impact well. as well. Mm. So should we start? Well, we'd start seeing... Okay, so if that prediction is true, we would see an uptick in Japanese lists. I don't know if it would overcome the Soviet Union lists, but you would see Japan maybe would increase now where they have the new island... Uh, what is it? Island... Assault. Inv- island, island assault. Or island invasion. Some... Assault? Is right. it assault? I, I thought I it was assault. I don't remember what it was called. So, but that's not that's not out yet, is it? No, no it's it no. should be out soon ish. Right. So between the two um, between the two time periods, um, Japanese was three point six percent, which was the lowest representative of the big five, um, and that's from March nineteenth, the previous sixty days to that. But in the recent one, it's still number five, but it had jumped up to just over six percent. So not an insignificant bump, still. You know, only 6%, but... Yep. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, clearly, after the big five... Yeah, got, then it trickles down it really after that, right? To get, yeah. Yeah. So, after Japan's French, and then French and Italy are kind of in the same, like, about 4%-ish. And then, yeah, and then from there, it's 2%, 2% down 2% from there. Right. So, yeah. So, like, the big... I, I get the point why Germany's first, just because it is the primary Axis force, and everyone wants to make an Axis force at some point, I guess. So, yeah, so you look at the, the, the... Of the top, the big five that we'll, we'll usually say, uh, 47% roughly are allied, and only, like, 32% are Axis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's still true. Like, we kind of... Yeah. Right, so you see a 50%, you see 50% more access, or I'm sorry, allied lists right. comparing the two. Um, which I, I think we kind of see, in, we see that in the, the tournament US. scene as well. You kind of we, you kind of see it skew towards the allied, usually. I so remember last the format. last Operation Snafu, I kind of, you know, I, I had other people like, hey, you know, I'd prefer to play allies, but I also have access if needed. And like, yeah, it'll be needed. Yeah. It was there was a lot of if They're needed. Oh, it's always needed, yeah. Yeah. It's always needed. We, we need bad guys to beat up on. Come on. See, and that's, and that's, again, my argument why they need to make Germany more attractive to players, even if they don't want to. Like, give them some cool shit. Come on, let's... Please see episode like, 59. Try and, yeah, try and do <laughs> every episode from 1 to 60... Oh, we had give, some a, give a free dice. Back in give him something. 59. I'm sure we did. Mm-hmm. Like, Actually, right? Sorry, there are plenty no. of opportunities. We had some ideas. Jeff had a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That, that, yeah, that's how. That that's usually how accurate. it goes, right? That's usually how these things go. So yeah. We all talk, and then Jeff's like, "Wait a minute, I got a better idea." Yeah, you're, you're all right. Stupid. You do. Hear this? Oh, you're right. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> he never calls us stupid. He well, might infer it, but he doesn't say it. He doesn't. He, yes, he he lets us come to that conclusion <laughs> by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I, I exactly. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we figured it out for ourselves. Like, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about some of the the top. I'm I'm trying to figure out what top 100 by platoon is. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean to be fair. Uh, well, not to be fair, but because statistics can can be spun. So we're looking at of of the top of the big five. Um, Japan at six percent, Germany at at 26. I put you at 32 percent. Right. Um, and then you've got U.S., British, and Soviet Union, which is just right around 45%, 46%. Um, 
I mean, each individual country on average represents about 15 or 16 percent of the list. There just happen to be three allied players or allied countries and two axes. Um, I mean, if if they could find a way, you know, to to include a big time. Axis list, Italy, for example. <laughs> Make Italian better, yeah. Right. Then, and you had those, and made it, instead of a big five, made it a big six. Yep. Um, then we, we might actually see a little bit better parity in that regard. So, but Italy, right. we all know, we all know the woes of our Italian brethren, and that's kind of like. Right. If you make it, it is island assault, by the way. Oh, I mean, and, and that's just, I mean, from, from someone who, who looks at data a lot and, and how, what users are doing and, and that kind of stuff, that's something where it's like, well, I mean, the Axis players only have two countries they can select, and, and the Allied players have three. And so, right. I mean, yeah. Well, and I'm like, in and, and Japan, it's 6% seems, seems low. But I also, like, I'm trying to figure out why people are averse to playing them. And is it just just the the stigma that they're such a large troop count army so people aren't willing to like I don't think that's I don't, it. I don't want to play it. There isn't in my opinion um, as a Japanese player um, when I was initially working on the army I wanted to go out and I tried to go out and do a lot of research on historical mm-hmm. Japanese units and conflicts and all of that kind of stuff and there wasn't there wasn't a lot that I could see mm-hmm. or that I could find um, now I wasn't I wasn't going down to the library and pulling and pulling books off the shelf and stuff like that. I was just on the internet doing some stuff, and a lot of the stuff from a Japanese for what I was finding when it came to the Japanese um, in World War II, it was it was you know I mean you see all of the propaganda and everything from mm-hmm. the U.S. point of view, and so there wasn't it was I, I really struggled with trying to find a historical Japanese that I could base my army around and stuff like that when there's just a wealth of that kind of stuff for. Everything and everyone else. European yeah. Well, what it was the history is written by the winners. What? What? Well, well, I mean, it's, it's. I don't think it's. I don't think that they're. I, I do believe that stuff is there, but it may be in Japanese. That's right. <laughs> well, so, I guess there's well, that and, too. Right. And I think there's some. There's some. I mean, I don't know if it's. I don't want to call it shame, but like, there may be a little more averse to having conversation around. I, I will say World this. War II history. Um, I'm quite a bit of the infantry. The famous famous units that I was able to kind of um, I could kind of find they weren't famous for, for being good they were infamous because of, yep. of what they did so sure but the, so the one that, thing that I might found, be one of those reasons the one data point that jumped that uh, when we were talking about the top 100 platoons by company the we very haven't talked first, about that yet well okay uh, Rick mentioned it briefly okay so the one that jumped out at me is the very first one that there's a actually it's not a reinforced platoon but it's actually a, a theater selector is the 1944 Normandy which I believe came from D-Day two and has the naval observer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shocked! <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> so yeah, that will be that too for sure. Uh, that that guy, uh, uh, whoever's writing him, really was really excited about that particular selection. He was he was pretty close to the top too. <laughs> He's like yeah. number five, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, he he wrecks stuff and will and, and can can win you a game on his and his right. uh, good result. Yeah, he's he he was selected um, the number of times uh, just behind the Soviet reinforced platoon free rifle squad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> Which should be in every Soviet list. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, for sure. I think there's, I, I mean, even the top of the list. Okay, so so let's just, let's set this up. So this is um, the top ten, uh, slightly different query showing percent of lists. So of all the lists that are made for German armies, right, this is a percentage of how many of them include a particular thing. Uh, company or platoon combination. Yep. Right, yeah. So but so essentially, so that he says, so of all the lists, so if you have 10 lists with a German second lieutenant, it, it counts 10 times, right? So you would get, that would be 100%, right? Like there were, every list had it, so you would count it that way. So, so of all German lists, 13.7% of them have German second lieutenant, which is the top listed item for all platoons. Yep. Makes sense. Which makes sense. Like, everyone's going to take a second. I think almost, well, not everyone, 13 13.7% use uh, German second lieutenant in their list. Right. The other options being a first lieutenant, a captain, and a major. So. Well, you're going to either have to have a first or a second lieutenant, even if you have a captain. Oh, that's right. Major, you're right. right. Yep. You, have to, yeah. you have to have the tax. You can have the, the additional yep. one. Yep. Very good. Right. Yep. Exactly. Right. So then next is the, the Grenadier squad. Uh, that one kind of, like, sure, okay. Oh, you're looking uh, at the March the March data again. Oh, damn it. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one has percentages. This one doesn't have percentages. Yeah, I was going to say Dang it. And that's, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, we could still... And I, I think um, I, I, I think going back and forth because the data shifts a little bit is sure. as trends or I don't know. So Right. The, and well, all of this makes sense because Germany makes the biggest percentage of all lists. So D-Day 2 came numbers. out back in January. December, sure. January, so... Right. It's going to be a little bit more skewed towards that book, yeah. particularly. Yep. So anyway, so, so... so Although it wasn't enough to bring Canadians in, so... <laughs> shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked, I tell you. No, all right. So the next, the next in the list is the German medium order. Like, obviously, like, what do you put in your list after you put a second lieutenant? You put a medium order. Or maybe you put a light order if you're Jeff. Correct. Right, so you make up all the medium orders that are. Let me look. Uh, they're like the thousandth in the hundred list. So, right. um, medium machine gun is next, which I raise an eyebrow at. But okay, so German medium machine gun is next in list, and then the German sniper team, and then the German first lieutenant. So, because Germany makes up the biggest percentage, I guess it gets all the stuff. More than one out of four. Right. All right. And then we get into the U.S. bazooka team, I guess. That's, that's, an, if you, that's the first one. Yeah. That's an auto-included for a U.S. list, honestly. It's and pretty good. It, it's, it's okay. But you put them in hardcover towards the middle board, and there's a lot of armored that's going to avoid that spot. Wow. So, they don't like it, yeah. for sure. I think they're fantastic, but yeah. Yeah. Further points, they're very good. Um, and then the second lieutenant for the U.S. comes in after that. So... I mean, I'm going to look down this list. I'm just going to look through this list, I guess. There's a lot of them that have the medium machine gun team. and I, I, I Yeah, I'm still... I, well, Are they good and I don't realize it? No. Well, okay, no. I, I didn't think just, so. This isn't just competitive players using easy. Sure. I mean, that's okay. Everyone uses it. Right, I, everyone I, uses well, it. And, I'll and all those starters maybe. seem to have one, so yep. people right. are probably, I might as well put it in there. Right. I have it. Fill, fill out points. It's still a relatively inexpensive dice. Yeah, that, that starter army that we all got had the MMG and the mortar. And yep. Like, and here's the thing. If you're not making this list for a tournament, 
if you're making it a historicalist, everybody should have an MMG. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. that's fair. And the U.S. should have more. Like yep. it's like, and I could see that being part of it. Is like, I wonder, I I do wonder if if the machine gun team in here counts as one for a list, even if there's three of them, like especially for the United States. Or if it counts as three, I'm guessing it's probably just like, does this list have a machine gun team? Yep. yep, okay, then it counts. But it doesn't count how many there are. Yep. That's my assumption. And then, yeah, and then a half, a, <laughs> the German 250, 251 slash half track. I'm not even going to try and say the word in front of that. Uh, is the next thing in the list. So, the S- yeah, it's SDKFZ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the most common half track out there. Yeah, it's it also, is the most common. It also half comes track. in the starter set. Half track. Yep. Uh, it comes in the starter set. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's the half track from the starter set. So. Right. I'm just looking through. Uh, so when you start going through this and picking things out, the first thing I notice is that when you look at your command choice, the so like okay, so German second lieutenant, and then first lieutenant comes after it. Yep. United States second lieutenant comes first. And like ten entries down, the first lieutenant comes up. Yeah. British second lieutenant, and then go down bunch of, bunch of lines, and then this first lieutenant. So we see. A, I think every circumstance, the second lieutenant's first. Right. I think mm-hmm. we see. I think we see the sniper chosen typically before the medium order, as well. Damn Except it. for the German one. I don't have a sniper. So. Yep. Um, Statistically, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can you can just not play that game too, right? You can just not play the. I give a shit about anything that's going to get sniped. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's that's right. what I'm set up for. It's kind of like ignore ignore the tank. It's the same game, right? Ignore the tank. Ignore the sniper. You mm-hmm. can do it. I mean, you might have to be a little more careful about the sniper, unfortunately. What's the first tank that we see? That's a good question, actually. Let's see. At the top, in the first, the most recent list, which would have been from middle of May. I'm going to guess Puma. I'm seeing looking. the Puma. Yeah, this yeah. Puma is like the twentieth entry in here. Yep. That's the first one, which is interesting that it's the first choice. But I bet the two two. Yeah, and there's the two two two. Yep. Is yeah, below or below it or above? Oh yeah, there's two 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 is below it. Yep, yep. I like the first real tank. Let's let's like first not, real tank. Yeah, uh, I bet it's a Panzer IV. Which, by the way, the Normandy Medic is above all those. This is only the last sixty days, though, isn't Greyhound. it? Greyhound. Yeah, I see the Greyhound. It's here. the Greyhound. Yes, yeah. the Greyhound is the first That's one. Still an armored car. M8 yeah. Greyhound. Fine. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Panzer, uh, Panzer four, Ost H and J. Yep. Right underneath the Hair Pioneer squad. Yep. And above Rangers. Hmm. So. Yeah. Panzer IV, H and J, that's the Tiger Fear one. Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, the lower than that is two, but mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, G's way down there, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. And, you know, you're, you're, we're looking at we're looking at the um, the top 100 combinations. Um, yeah, right, Sherman M M four A 75 millimeter, very popular tank, really good, solid tank. It's a great tank, yeah. Yeah, and because of the the higher number of German um, German lists being made, German German does dominate this top one hundred. Um, sure. I mean, we're seeing the Nibble Warfare here, getting down towards the bottom now. Um, I'm trying to find the first U.S. tank because the U.S. The, was the second it's one. It's the Panzer. 
Or the second Panzer, Jesus. Panzer. Sherman IV. <laughs> Sherman IV. Captured. Captured. Okay. Sorry, wire crossed. Z- z- Although it's uh, it's uh, below the uh, motorcycle with machine gun sidecar in German. Well, should be. Should be, yeah. 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 It's a little cheap, cheapy unit. That's such a stupid good use of points. God, yeah. yes. Right, it's a f- very efficient very efficient order days. And it doesn't surprise me it's the M4 Sherman for the U.S. because of all the U.S. tanks, that's the one you should take if you're taking a tank. After that, if you take any other armor in the U.S. list, you're a specialty, you know, you really dig that tank, or you love that particular kind of tank. Sure. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a definitely a, a do all. Yep, hmm. it is the all around the right. It's the all around best tank in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yay! I finally have a popular selection. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make any of the rest of the list though. <laughs> oh no! I guess I got the Zook. So eh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Looks like the top Soviet tank, only Soviet tank on here is the T-3485. Yeah, I saw the T-34. And again, I think that's the best all-around tank in the yep. Russian list as well. Yeah. It's right at that that uh, that mark, at the 200-point mark. Yep, so that's the sweet spot. And I, yeah. think, I, see, I think for the medium tanks, that's really the most, at 1,000 point or 1,250, that's really the most you should be spending on those tanks. Although really just above that um, is a heavy mortar for the Soviets. So interesting choice. Hmm. I mean, I like my heavy mortar when I can take it when I can yeah. afford to take it. I was going to say if you can take a heavy mortar inch. enlist, it's, it's a beast. Not everyone beast. gets them. That's right, that's true. Yeah. It's like the opposite of light mortar, but does significant work when Three it can inch like you land. Is hurt yeah. Stuff hard. Oh, it, it yeah. yeah. People don't like it when it hits your whole unit. No. Nope. Quite no, brutal. They, they do not. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 interesting to see how many times the medic pops up in here. Yeah, there's a lot of medics and there's a lot of flamethrowers and there's. I am seeing. Piat made the list at the bottom there. I mean, but right. come on. Which would have which would have made it um, um, a good well a high choice for for the British because you know there aren't they don't a have ton a better of, choice. Well, I mean, <laughs> and there there are quite a few British selections in here, but. I'm yeah, surprised I'm the 25 sure. pounder yeah. isn't on this list because with the versatility of that, that's that's an auto include in my list for British. Are you sure it's sure. not on here? I thought I'd seen it, but is I must, it? I must have I, it. I I'm, I'm so seeing the light artillery a little farther up, but the British light artillery is the 25 pounder. This is a light artillery. Yeah, that's the 25 pounder for the British list. It's oh yeah, so it's yep. Yeah, it's reinforced platoon light artillery. Okay, yep, yep, that's the one. Yeah. So. Yep. That's what Easy Army calls it. But that is the 25-pounder with the versatility. Nice. Oh, it is in here. There you go. I only have three models of it, so, you know. Yep. So uh, as far as the top goes, the reinforced platoon is by far, um, for most countries, it looks like, the, the one that's selected. The the um, exception to that is 1944 Normandy that, um, that Pat had mentioned, so... Yeah, well, because that's well, the one that's got the naval observers an option. <laughs> well, and it was relatively new too, right? Yeah. Uh, D Day One, actually, back last June. Okay. So still popular. Right. Because it still so hurts. No silo heights or or the Stalingrad well, of the other Stalingrad one. Or? I mean, Normandy is always going to be a popular scenario to play too. So. Yep. Right. Totally. Oh, agree keep with in that. mind that that. Um, um, that Warlord had that the big dust up around 
no theaters, only base army books for tournament play and stuff that, like that. Yep, yeah. Which might yeah. have um, which skewed. might have skewed some of this. Yeah, they broke a little bit of stuff right. probably. Because even yeah. even the um, even the first request that we had done, and Greg had sent the data over. I think that had happened, um, like a month or a month and a half prior to when. We yeah, got but the there wasn't tournaments being played at that point. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's true too. We, we have been playing a lot of tournaments, so we've been playing a lot of tournaments in our heads. So. <laughs> and I've even lost some of those, yeah. which is sad. But I ran Italian, so you know. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah I, I also still look back at the percentages, and uh, at the bottom of the rung is the point two percent Norway. Yeah. Someone made a Norway list. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, were you afraid with yeah, steps of running? I mean, we don't know how many, the total number of lists that this represents. We, we're just seeing the percentage breakdown. But Norway Norway came in at 0.2%. So. <laughs> you know, part of that's because it, it's really hard to find Norwegian models, too. I mean, what do you use? There's like one company that makes them. Yeah. So. That's fair. And and the list is kind of bad, but you know. Yeah. Well, the Chinese is one point three percent below partisans. Yeah. And there's, there's like three lists in there, so. I like the partisans. So. I like the partisans, and I think the Chinese again is another one that's harder to find miniatures for. Yeah. And it's if you want to play, if you want to use all of the benefits of the Chinese list, you have to be a very technical player. And only two percent Polish lancers. Well, and didn't they change their list? They've, they've uh, Paris Sparrow Tactics changed too, right? They, it did. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. it got nerfed somewhat. So, well, that that'll that'll change things too when people are a little disheartened that something changed not in a good way. So, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, really, really kind of fun, interesting stuff. Um, we haven't we haven't pressed Greg at all. Um, to kind of see if we can refine the queries or anything like that, but it is kind of fun to kind of dig in to have a look and um, and kind of see if things are exactly how we expect that they are. And yeah, I I do think I am surprised that um, that Germany was number one. I'm also while they're close, I am kind of surprised that that the British didn't rank higher than the United States. So yeah, I agree. That was that was kind of my big takeaway too. Was mm-hmm. It's a little shocked that U.S. is above it, but yeah. So, but I mean, it's it's hard not to be biased there. I mean, for me, I'd be Soviet number one, British number two, U.S. number three, Germany, and then Jap- Japanese after that. Yeah, um, that that would have been how I expected it but to that, run too. Quite honestly, I think that's just my own personal interest in regards to how much what I would like to do with those. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, but and. Yeah, no, probably true. I, I think the the point about Germany being so prevalent is because they are the primary axis. Yeah. There's just, the other choices are not as good. Right. So make Italians better. It's going to be my... Or it Italian, could be, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, let's... We'll, or or like even Jap... Or, like, your, your point about Japan is really well taken because I did... I tried doing research on Japan and it was hard to find anything that wasn't that was truly not just like propaganda or anything like that. Yeah, like it's right. just a weird, like, well, very little info. And, info and, about and it. if I, I was going to add back then, but I'll add it now instead is that 
The other thing is, is the entire Pacific theater of operations in, particularly in U.S. history books, is like Midway, Coral Sea, Midway, you know, Island Hopping Campaign, Iwo Jima, Okinawa, and War's Over. Yeah. Right? And that's great, but for Japanese infantry forces, that means we talk very briefly about them in the Island Hopping Campaign and then Iwo Jima and Okinawa, which is, how do I delicately say, not the finer moments for wanting to play Japanese. Right. And that's a fair point because we don't, we don't talk about us leaving the Philippines. Right. <laughs> all of the Philippines campaign, right. all of the fighting they were doing in China, all of the fighting through Burma. You know, I mean, we discuss basically none of that in U.S. history and nobody writes books about it or makes models for it. Like, right. to the best of my knowledge, for the U.S. side, there is not a single company that makes... U.S. Army infantry in the Pacific theater of war for World War II, and they had twice as many divisions as the Marines. So, right. but nobody makes those miniatures because that's not what we talk about in pop pop history for the United States. So, and it's the same problem with the Japanese, unfortunately. There's tons of cool stuff out there, but you really got to dig deep to right. find it. Right, and I know, I know. Um, uh, the the cultural history around the whole thing. I mean, we try to be sensitive, and you know, the Japanese and how they feel about all of that kind of stuff. But I mean, we we were able to were able to get through it all with you know with Germany mm-hmm. and everything that happened there. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe we can see a little bit more all around um, with the Japanese and the approach and the whole their role in the war and stuff like that. So that, I would sure. find that interesting. So, like the whole the Philippine campaign, I think would be cool. So yeah, yep. yeah, I'd like to see an update in a couple months to see where this goes. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, and maybe we'll see it now that there's an island assault starter yeah. box, which but, is cool. And and then maybe I, I don't know, Warlord, if you're listening, you know, if 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 we want to equalize some of these numbers, you know, They're let's let's update let's update Italy. You know, let's get them from you know you know less than four percent up to ten percent, which would be a huge right. Boom. And the way you do that is you get people excited about playing them, and the way you do yep. that is well, to make them fun to play. Yeah, they they have beautiful models. There's an incredible array of Italian models out there, right? That it's not the models; it's definitely the rule set. Right. <laughs> like, and I think Warlord, if you're listening. It's okay to make a new rule book every once in a while. It's it's. I think we're all okay with, right? (laughs) Yeah, we're okay with them. You know, I think the Italian players are going to be like, yeah, sweet, we got a new book. Like they're not going to be like, oh man, Warlord got me because they had to buy a new book. I mean, they don't even have their own book. They have a compilation. (laughs) That's a good point. They've got a greatest hits book, and you're like, it's (laughs) and it's it's all bad songs. It's like (laughs) B side Christmas album. Right? Yeah. It's the the Star Wars. It's the Star Wars Christmas special of books. So they're they're probably they're probably the worst in their book. Quite honestly, if you think about what else is in that book, they're probably the worst. They are are the worst. Partisans is partisans in that list? No, sorry, no, they're they're in Italy. They're in France in the Axis. They're in France in the Allies. Yeah, Italy in the Axis has the Finns in it. Finns are objectively better than the Italians. Well, I mean, all of them are. I mean, yeah. like, I think Romanian is better. Like, Agreed. It, like, For which one is just, yeah, right. Like, I, everything but them are better. <laughs> is Hungary in that one? Uh, yes. yes. Their first version of their yeah, list but, is in but there. Hungary and got, got a big boost stuff. from uh, Fortress Budapest. Budapest. Yeah, 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 Budapest got a 
gave him a good bump too. But that was such and, a and Romanian book. too. Like I mean, let's let's be honest. We got a second edition book for Germany, and nobody burned Warlord's HQ down with pitchforks. And right. Shit, so right. Like, and I get that they're trying to. Let's like, get and that had Tiger Fear in it. So I mean, exactly. we, we made it right. through Tiger Fear. If we're if we're not going to get a V three, then give us V two rule books where the rules actually line up with V two rules. Right. Just saying. And aren't aren't a hindrance to the actual list. Right. That'd be great. Well, it like, it, it begs to, the the question of you know how much does the the publisher have any control over that with all their lines and lines and lines of books around that. Well, know. when your rules are crap, you're not going to sell very many books. Yeah, I can't imagine. They're like, man, we're sitting on all these books that nobody wants to buy. Oh, actually, I just bought that book. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed it for the Romanians. I didn't need it for the Italians. I actually do, uh, some of my research, I do actually have been to pick up a lot of those Osprey history books, The whatever, the the Grenadier versus the the Airborne, or, you know, mm-hmm. those, yeah, those, those are, are really cool. good books. They are. They are. I picked up the, um, the Stalingrad one with the Soviet... Um, the Soviet soldier versus the German soldier in Stalingrad. So mm-hmm. that's good. And, and we do have a few of those books that will be in uh, Operation Snafu. Price pool. Oh, Price cool. support. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah, let's, wh- why don't we talk about that? Nice little segue, Pat. Like, Thanks. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're a pro or something. <laughs> We've been doing it for almost five years, so yeah. <laughs> one Shit, of us I have should two. be. I'm not, of. Yeah, I was just saying, one of us might be a pro. <laughs> one of us on a level up at some point. <laughs> it's taking us a long time. <laughs> so I, I realized that you know it's it's it was late April, early May, and I started reaching out to some of our typical supporters, and many of them responded already. In fact, I've even already got over nearly four hundred dollars in in merchandise support already sitting here. So sweet. Uh, on top of that list is, of course, Osprey Publishing is going to be a supporter of Operation Snafu. Nice. So Woo-hoo. thank you, Osprey. Nice. Um, also, one of the tougher hoops to jump through, Miniature Market. Uh, they have That's sent nice. us one of their armor carriers and a lot. Armor is that the right word? Is the army carriers. Thank you. There we go. Mm, yeah. <laughs> one of their one of their brand. One of their brand plus one. Yeah, right? yeah. One of their, which is one of which their are actually pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, with all their their pluck and fill to pluck and fill foam to fill it up, and they've also that's pretty cool. They've also included one of the. They just recently started. I think this is just a few months in, and actually have one of these because it's really cool. They got these game bag totes. I kind of poo pooed that when you were talking about that, but. Yeah, I, I brought that. it in the other night, I'm and like, I, I showed it to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think they're pretty nice to have yeah. when you're like when you go board game with your buddies and stuff, and you're going to a store or something. It's nice to be able to like, I'm going to carry five games with me, and I yeah. usually just use a canvas bag, but that's a nice like more like sturdy, waterproof, like protected carrier. And I'm sure, it's not actually waterproof, but it's you know it's well, I wouldn't, water resistant. I wouldn't drop in a river, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but at least if you like run from the car to the in the rain, the, you're, you're probably the store, okay. You're, yeah, you're probably yeah. Fine. So. The bag that I got is their shoulder bag variant, and it holds. And I have in there four games and one game that has an expansion, and it's still easy to move around. And I think they actually sent us the same one. I haven't, I haven't actually opened that one up yet. But cool. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Also coming in huge will be Deep Cut Studios. They're going to send us just a slew of their uh, promo dice trays, which would be really nice. And that's I think gross. there's a couple of things we're going to throw in there. Uh, they'll also be giving us a discount code. For both the uh, theater of war, theaters of war that we're doing in August, and also again for Operation Snafu, they'll be giving us twenty percent off of their their stuff. Nice, cool. Uh, and I, I didn't even realize this until I went and looked at their website, but they actually got a mat for like uh, terraforming Mars. Oh, cool! And a couple other games, and I'm like, 
<laughs> now I gotta wait till August to get it twenty percent off to order it because <laughs> I want that one. That's one nice. of my favorite games. Uh, Micro Art Studio will also be supporting us again this year. Nice, which is good. Uh, I think they gave us. Uh, I think it was discount. Uh, no, actually, they gave us gift certificates, um, almost sixty dollars worth nice. last year. So I would expect probably something comparable. Uh, and Rubicon USA. Great models. They'll be they'll be giving us four different kits. Nice. Uh, I haven't selected them yet. I won't be selecting them until September. So if you have a favorite kit you want to throw in, hit us in the Discord, and I'll see if we can't get them to price for it. Panzerwerfer. <laughs> they don't, they don't make one of those, but they do. Unfortunately, they they do uh, they, they do sell they a Calliope. Calliope. Yeah, I think they have Calliope. Uh, they have the, they have the Sherman, and they also have the Calliope kit. Yeah, add-on. It's, a, it's like an add-on yeah. now for sure. So those those are the uh, the top. Their Katusha kit's really good, actually, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so those are the top six, the top five that have um, Marty Prancer back, and I've got many more lying in the waters, and it is still early, and I'm guarantee we'll still have a lot. And of course, all this prize is going to our raffle for you know what Renegade uh, Open likes to do is their charity raffle goes for the Toys for Tots, which is really huge, especially as we get. Around November and Christmas time, and of course, Toys for Tots goes for those people that can afford Christmas presents for the unfortunate, and that really would make a kid's day. And if you had kids, then you've got to throw money into that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Could, having having heard from people whose you know whose lives have been changed by Toys for Tots, it's amazing when you hear a parent parent say like, "It's such a relief for some of them to be able to be like, I was able to get my kids a." A toy like yeah. that's incredible. Like yeah. you, you don't think about that as someone that um, uh, collects toy soldiers for fun. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like if you if you do this, you do this, and you or you have kids and you like you buy them Christmas presents. Like you might take some of that for granted, but some you know there are people that have that problem. Just or like not the, the problem, but like just can't get the there. box for an hour for three or four days. <laughs> I don't think they like giving away boxes at Toys for Tots. I'm just no. saying. Well, and again, those boxes get thrown away, but the toys are still there, and I know my kids yeah. still like to play with the toys that come with it, too. So Yeah, I wish they would put them away, though, for crying out loud. Well, <laughs> how would you step on them and hurt your foot if you didn't otherwise? Oh, my it's, God, I stepped on an invisible uh, Lego the other day. I'm just going to say this. It was like it was like, uh, it was like a triangle, and it was crystal clear, and I stepped on the corner. Oh, my God, I've never felt pain that That sounds like before. a frozen like, toy. <laughs> oh, it, it, pretty much. Yeah. It was a, it was a garbage toy after that. Yeah. It was it did not get found again. It's um, it's weird. It's almost like um, kids don't come tra- trained. You have to no. Have to, have to work at that a little bit. <laughs> Damn it! Why why do these kids not take care of their stuff? So I leave all my crap in my office. <laughs> I I did. It's a tangent here. I saw a meme the other day that it was a. Uh, Mom texting the dad and goes, "Oh, the cute is cute. They built a fort." And the dad goes, "Break it!" And the mom goes, "What the hell? Like, why would you say that?" And he's like, "We can't have nice things. They can't either." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I'm on board. Let's do this. Just start smashing shit. Like, let's go." Uh, my kid's latest things is she has to have pillows lining her entire bed, and then puts her stuffed animal behind it, and that's her stuffed animal's apartment. <laughs> And even better that is she managed to sleep under the ottoman and called it her pet animal's basement where she took her nap today. I'm like, uh, okay, you took a nap. I, I'm, I'm going to take them to win. <laughs> yeah, you right? don't like, care how right. or where. Just did it. That's cool. Hey. But yeah, uh, uh, Toys for Tots is, is fantastic. For you know, it's 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 great that we can 
get people to support that, and they they do what they do, and they do a great job of it. And yeah, that, and that's yeah. You know, I, I will say that challenge up for all Operation Snafu players. Uh, we have doubled our value of contribution the last three years. We started the first year was about two hundred, then to four hundred, and then up to eight hundred the last time. So I'm expecting a lot. <laughs> well, hopefully we double yeah. uh, we double the number of people who come. <laughs> Uh, if it hasn't been, I don't think we mentioned it yet, but as of right now, uh, the plan for Operation Snafu, our main event in Renegade Open, will have space for 36 players. Which is great, considering where we're sitting, right? Yep. yep. So three so rows like, of six tables, okay. And, and you'll, maybe we'll be rubbing butts with someone, just saying. Uh, no. Like, no, no, we're, we're no, still... No, no, we've got a lot of room there. Yep, okay. we, we still have, it's the same, it's the we same room We might be sitting before. outside the room. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we might be in the hallway before, yeah. with our. That's, and that's fine. You only have to rub butts with people if you want to, right? Yeah, yeah that's by choice this time. Apparently, yeah. we, we're not. Um, Ask permission first, please. Uh, this isn't. Um, I mean, we're not. Well, yeah. We're not going into any details or anything. But we're not. We're not planning any significant changes to what we've done in the past. Is that right? Correct. Okay. All right. For those that have come, you're in the know. Spread the word. Right. That's right. It's an enjoyable time yeah. for all. For those who haven't come and you're able to make it, you're in for a treat. So. Yeah, and 100%. I will I'll just put that out there and then say that this is uh, it's a cooperative narrative event. Yes. And that's how we call it. Yep, uh, that's that's our classification. I don't know if I met the Warlord supported play level of classifications, but that's what we call it. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's left there and said, dude, you guys wasted my time and money. Why? Why was I here? Yeah, uh, everyone's doing smiles and cheers and high fives and drinks all right. around. So yeah, and and we've had people come from out of town for this. And it, right, but it's, out of country, right? Yeah, we've had international. We've had one international. Mm-hmm. We qualify that, but we've had an international travel. He hasn't for been back thing. yet. You haven't. I mean, to be you. fair, we can't expect it every year, <laughs> right? Well, I, you like, know. And by cooperative fair, or narrative, um, we yeah. did have a Goliath kill a Pershing, so. Yeah, I mean, cool shit happens when when you play in a tournament that is right. bizarre. I'm still trying to figure out how, why he brought a Goliath, but that's to okay. kill because the it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It worked because we're still talking about it years later. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Says, well, we still take pictures of the the sideways Tiger. tank on Aust- the Austin Powers the tank. Austin Powers tank on the Pegasus Bridge. So yeah, that was pretty good. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, There's oh those moments goodness. that just will live forever yep. in infamy. So, so come and enjoy one of those moments, or make one of them yeah. even better. That's right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. Uh, did we spoil the? Did we told everyone what we're doing yet. We did last oh, episode. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Do I do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Right. For those that are unfamiliar or didn't listen to the last episode, I'm, and you're probably not even listening to this episode at this point, uh, our theme is December forty-four. Which is we've done like a different kind of theme every time, but so this theme is we're we're looking at the things that happened in December '44, which are um, Battle of the Bulge, yep, which we'll talk about again in another episode. Next episode, we should be next we'll be going through that campaign book because I think which will be a doozy, I'm sure. It's a big one, isn't it? Oh, it's a big book. It's a thick boy. There's a, thick a boy. lot of new units, and the the, yeah. the layout of Good the book stuff. was one of the first. I think it was the first version two campaign book that came out. And they really hadn't got their groove on organizing how to find things, and we'll, we'll talk you through that. 
<laughs> and I can't remember what other theater we're fighting in in December 44th. Budapest. Budapest. Is it Budapest? Yes. Correct. Yes, it's right. It's not they Stalingrad. Happen, they happen at the same time. Yep. Yeah, so there are two different parts of the war, but they happened at the same time. So we were like, that's cool. That's Let's do that. Like, that's America didn't know anything about Fortress Budapest. <laughs> right, right, because Battle of the Bulge is such a big deal for the Americans, yep. for sure. And that doesn't so, mean you can't bring your Norway or your Japanese. You yeah, can still you play them, too. Right. Just the There's plenty of other action. The yeah. narrative and the story arc that I'm sure Jeff will be brilliantly coming up with will be will be following that. You also get experimented on with one of my new scenarios, so, you know. Ooh, that'll be fun. Wow, new scenario. Love it. Though, I know at least one of our local players has created a new U.S. Army, US, a winter U.S. Army, knowing that this was probably coming. So... He speculated and he, he guessed and he won the lottery on the on which which theater we were picking. So I mean, it, it, the idea of making a new army for this is a cool. I think that's super it's an honor. cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. It's an honor that he's making an army for our tournament, yeah. and he does a great job with his armies too. So um, I'm excited. It's a long ways away still. It feels like it's a long ways away. It's really not though, right? It's really it's not. Really, yeah. It's uh, May and by, it's like by next November. by episode sixty two, I guarantee we will either know exactly when terms when tickets are going on sale, or they will have gone on sale. Right. So yeah, if you're not, yeah, if you don't follow us on Facebook or Discord, you probably should. If at this point, if you would be interested in attending our tournament, uh, yeah. I imagine at thirty six, we might be pretty close to selling out in the first day or two. Mm-hmm. We may not be sold out. I'm not saying I'm not going to I'm not going to make that. Uh, well, Prediction, I mean, it, it, it's a good tournament. We put in a ton of work. Everyone seems to really enjoy it, and we're coming off yep. of uh, a year of no tournaments. Yeah. So I think and, so and I could, you won't have to play to Jeff or Dale in this one. Quite a bit of demand. It's true. So, yeah. No, because we already determined Rocky's the perfect ringer. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. What, or you'll face me, maybe. Great. <laughs> free win. <laughs> Whatever. There's no free wins. No. No. Most definitely not. Cool. All right. Well, I think we're all excited about this. It's we've already got some awesome sponsors on the hook. We've got good prize support. Like, I think everyone's excited for the opportunity to to have a tournament again. Obviously, there's been other tournaments before. Pat, you're running one before this. Yep. I, I just the opportunity to do a two dayer and do like the convention style tournament uh, excites me a for lot. For the record, Recon Rumble or some variant thereof will also be there on Friday. <coughs> too. So that's right. Yeah, not not to so undersell that stuff. one, but that you know, I realize that that's a Friday, and it's mostly it's a lot of local poll, and traveling is done on Friday. So, you know, but nonetheless, I, it'll still be there. It'll be great. It'll I enjoy fun. it for sure. Yeah, it's super fun. And I'm going to pick a different ringer other than Jeff to play in that one. <laughs> no record for me. <laughs> uh, I'll I, I can be your I can be your guinea pig, maybe. Well, well you yeah. don't have a wedding this year, right? I don't. As far as I know, there's no weddings this year. All right. Well, not yet. And then we're not going to have any kids, so we're probably good. All right. Nice. We'll see. Like no promises <laughs> at this point. <laughs> My world could turn upside down in a day. So who knows? But I think yeah, I think we're good. So I think we'll be there. I may not be spending the night there, but I will be there for the tournament itself. Cool. We'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Sweet. Um, so this is going to be a shorter episode because we're going to deep dive into into Battle of the Bulge next time, and I have a feeling that's going to be a four-plus-hour endeavor. What's that? We're deep diving into somebody's bulge? No. Oh, sorry. Misheard you there. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat will rearrange my words to make it sound like you want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different episode. That's in a different the... podcast, Jeff. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're on the wrong podcast for that one. <laughs> No, but we'll talk about Battle of the Bulge, and I'm guessing that's going to take a significantly long time. I, I will so. say that the Battle of the Bulge is actually huge. <laughs> it's a huge bulge. It's a huge bulge. There's 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 a lot of content in that one. Would and you call we, it a megature? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 56 scale, yeah. Mega, megacosm? <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, clearly it's gotten late really quick on all of us, so... Right, we're all going slappy here. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so stay tuned. Listen up for Operation Snafu stuff. Look for our opportunity to do the Discord Hobby Challenge with us because I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. Yeah, maybe we can start popping on like a Friday or Saturday night into that, that voice channel and like chat. That's a good idea. I, I'd be fantastic, and I would be on board with it when we're not recording. Yep, So I agree. Um, I can make that happen You'll get on true occasion. opinions if we're not recording. <laughs> You'll get you'll get a bigger opinion from me for sure. You get plenty of big opinions on here. Okay, so that's enough balls talk. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so we'll see you again shortly uh, with a giant book review. I think it's we determined it's the only book we haven't covered, right? Yes, that is correct. Which somehow we missed just because I think we started the podcast after this book and we decided not to go back to it. Uh, so it came out while we were in our. I'll say infancies. Sure. In our first ten plus episodes, and we, we've we've plucked units out of this because obviously we use them now versus Stefu, but we yeah. never did a deep dive like, into it, and we've even missed it. the fact that there is actually a unit called the Snafu unit, Snafu squad. So yeah, there's no way we covered it at that point. I was like, I swear we covered it, and you tell me that, and I'm like, no, we didn't cover that. You're right. Yeah. No way. Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, for those people yelling at our radios right now, we didn't cover a whole bunch of version one books. I don't think we're going back to those theater books, right? Like, no, actually, we, we, we highlighted everything that was important to theater. At the right, theater yeah, books, yeah, we yeah. didn't go back all to through all of them mm-hmm. to get all of it. So I just don't think that's going to happen in the likely in the near future with our podcast. I think we have more cool things to talk about than that. So I, I think agree. We've, we've openly skipped Bulgaria more than twice. <laughs> We should probably go back to it at some point. Someone <laughs> might want Jesse us to do it. For, oh, we did finally cover Belgium, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It took us yeah, about five yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, and that was Belgium. Yeah. All right. It's like, don't blink. You will have missed it. All right, cool. So we'll see you again shortly. Again, look for all those things. If you're not on our Discord channel, uh, I think there's a link on our Facebook page. Um, otherwise, reach out to us on Facebook, and we'll get you a link. You should join us there, because that's a great way to engage with us, and you can join the painting thing. Yeah. So... Uh, we will talk to you again soon. Pat, lead us out. This is Snafu, Hollywood style, over and out. Ooh, out of new words. Yeah. What does that mean? Why Hollywood style? Yeah, yelled out a couple of episodes ago that yep. over and out is Hollywood. We're just supposed to say out and be done. So, oh, uh, whatever. There you go. I don't care. This oh, is Snafu, Hollywood. over and out. Have a good night, guys. Good night, everybody. everybody.
I never cared much for moonless skies. I never winked back at fireflies. But now that the stars are in your eyes, I'm beginning to see the light. I never went in for afterglow or candlelight on the mistletoe. But now when you turn the lamp down low, I'm beginning to see the light. Used to ramble through the park, shadow boxing in the dark. Then you came and caused a spark that's a forlorn fire now. I never made love by lantern shine. I never saw rainbows in my wine. But now that your lips are burning mine, I'm beginning to see the light. Where is it? Jesus. Jesus, tab. Tab soda? What? It's Chrome. He's no, got the, 50 tabs open. I've got all my all my stuff open here. Which is Dear better, God, I really tab do. or Mr. Pib? <laughs> Mr. Pib. Mr. Pib's way better. Yeah. Mr. 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 Pib is, is way better. Isn't it also, diadectic is even better, and this is so good in the episode. <laughs> this is going to be the opening of the episode. Are you, are you? Waiting for you to stop recording. I know. I'm trying to find <laughs> this fucking tab. <laughs> Check your other computer. I no, it's on this computer. I just can't. Oh my god! Where <laughs> is this? Get another screen. Yeah, how many monitors do you have on that setup? I have three open Chrome browsers right now, and I only have one 30 inch tele, a 30 inch screen. Well, that's your problem. I, you mean, I'm rolling two two. Uh, how big are these now? 26 inches, I think. I'm running two 24s. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I can't afford two giant ass. Dude, this shit's cheap these days, man. Yeah, I know it is actually pretty cheap. I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. You just have to not care about like you don't want uber quality. You're like, I'll take these whatever screens that'll work for. Like, oh, a year mine's or two. mine. Mine only works half the time. I'm seriously, I'm closing all my tabs. And I still haven't found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I got. I have. I have to have another browser open somewhere. How much? Here. How much hentai do you have open right now? <laughs> None. Yeah. Oh, here it is. I finally found it. Whoop. Oh my god.